This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Nicole Bateman's in studios with us here from the EDC. Tell me what's going on. What do you want to talk about? What's happening? I, oh, man. it's A lot. <laughs> a lot. You know, it's just, I think it's a really exciting time for the community. You know, we've seen some really great economic development successes, not just here in Decatur, but in the region. And then we've got these opportunities through um, several federal grants that we're involved in um, to really bring home some dollars to complete some ecosystems that I think are just going to really take the region to the next level. So it's it's exciting, but I'll tell you, that's there's a lot of work. And it's a heavy lift to even get the applications in. Yes. Right. So I think, um, you know, just talking about grants and I noticed this on social media this week, when organizations get grants, they are for very specific things. So you write for a grant. You mean if I make a comment on Facebook, you can't just change everything no, and do what I ask? we don't just get a bucket of money to spend <laughs> how we want. So it's, I mean, they're they're very specific and very prescriptive, um, and which is fine. But then if you find an opportunity that where those grant dollars could really be helpful in your community, then you apply for them and hopefully you receive them and you implement them. Yeah. But, but they come with... They come with very tight restrictions. Yes. So um, we're, you know, we're, we're thankfully the Economic Development Administration through the Department of Commerce at the federal level. Um, some of their grants are um, very open to the ideas of what we feel would best impact our community. So we're able to implement that, but there are still some very strict parameters around them. Yep. So it's cool. It's uh, just a different type of activity than our EDC has been involved in in the past, but I really have enjoyed the collaboration and partnerships. And the nice thing is when you, when you put this type of effort in, Eve, let's just say we don't bring home dollars, which I don't think is going to happen. I think we're going to bring home a lot of money. Um, the practice and going through this and then getting everything in order then to be able to receive funding perhaps from other sources. Makes you better for the next time. Yeah. 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 How, how much help has uh, Congresswoman Budzinski been in this process? Super helpful. Yeah. Um, and I heard her interview with you a few weeks ago and um, she is very familiar with the recompete effort. I mean, she's just really in tune with what's going on in this area and what our opportunities are. And she and her staff have been super helpful. There's been this shift and and, and I know that your position is in a political one, and, and it, but there's been this <laughs> weird thing going on recently in politics where it's like, well, I'm going to brag that I don't bring anything home. And we're a donor state. We're, yeah. we're paying more federal dollars right. in than come back. Mm -hmm. They're not going to not spend it because you don't get an earmark for your district. It's just going to go somewhere else. I agree. Right? I, think, I think that's silly. I mean, if the money is out there to get, go get it. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> it's not like if you just sit out, they're going to go, oh, you're right. We won't spend that and return it to the state. That doesn't happen. No, and I think at the end of the day, you know, if you have an opportunity where those dollars can be impactful in your community, you should for them. There are dollars. There are dollars. And you know what? There are a lot of dollars, and there, I think, are more coming. Um, and so that's why it's really important that communities are just prepared and they have their act together, which we've been working on for many years. And that's why I think we're seeing some, some of these successes. And then how big a role does everybody playing on one team, you know, factor into that? I mean, because you've got oh, the huge. city, you've got Richland, yes. you've got the park district, you've got EDC, mm -hmm. you've got the county. You know, there's a lot of different bodies that it's easy to sort of get silos. I feel like we're better than that today. We, we are. And, you know, what's interesting is in some of these, in both of these applications, we're working on right now they want to see a demonstrated history of collaboration so it's not just enough to say yeah hey, we get along right. right it's show us where you have been effective and working together in the past and what were those results because they want to make sure that if they're going to invest 70 million and 50 million dollars respectively you know through these applications we're working on that those dollars are actually going to be impactful because you have a community that is really good 
at being impactful. Yeah, and so. and we are better. I, I mean, I, I really, yeah. I've been doing this a long time. I, you know, some of it's anecdotal, some of it's behind the scenes, some of it's, you know, I feel like there's a lot more of that today than there was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think so too, yeah. yep. which is really better. And, and it's a testament to, to people, you know, it's not always easy. Everybody's got different priorities and everybody's got looking out at their backyard and I get all that. And it's, it's just sometimes easy to build up walls you don't even know are there. It is. And, you know, we're also, I think, starting to put systems in place where it, it and these applications demand that. But you put systems in place where and governance and management systems where if somebody does leave or you have a turnover in in personnel that the whole thing doesn't fall apart. Right. right? It's not based on just relationships. It's based on a, an actual model of sustainability. And that's going to benefit yeah. all of us in the long run. I think in the past, like like a Congressman LaHood or a Congressman Davis would tell you like, okay, well, the county's telling us one thing and the city's telling us another thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it was hard for them to prioritize because they were getting eight different messages sure. depending on the body they were talking to. Yeah. So being on the same page and having those conversations ahead of time, right? Presenting the, the truthful and good front to, you know, to the Congress folks that we're working with, um, but also to the community and saying, yeah, this is, this is the direction we're going. Let's get on board. Right. Um, and I think we, since we've been doing that, we're literally starting to see that pay off now by the funds that are being, you know, implemented in the community. So I was driving out, uh, North of Richland the other day, mm-hmm. or, you know, heading out that way to get to the interstate, uh, to go to the Champaign. Oh my God. It's like, you know, uh-huh. if it's like, if you're not there every like 30 days, you, you go through and you go, Wow. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's exciting. And that's, you know, knowing where some of those projects are going to eventually start to build, right? You're seeing that right now with the Nova feed. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up and there's other, other projects um, that'll be in that area as well. It is, it, it, tr- it transforms that landscape. And I think it, um, people are starting to get excited. And then when they realize, well, people have to work in those buildings, that means more jobs and, more jobs means more households and households means more retail right. things that at the end of the day, people say they want. That's, that's how that trickles. Now, how many jobs are we expected to fill over the next three to five years? I mean, ballpark thousands is what will right. be available. And how many of those will be people hopefully getting retrained or going through workforce development? How many of those will be people maybe moving to the community? I mean, is there any mm-hmm. sort of ratio that, that goes with that? There's, um, th- you know, there is and off the top of my head. It's pretty, I will say it's pretty balanced. I mean, the, because of the automation, um, and the technology that we're, you know, seeing in a lot of these companies that are interested in coming, you, the skill sets are, are, um, the demand for that is greater than probably what we saw 25 years ago. So having, the ability to be retrained or reskilled is really important, which is why we're writing for some of these grants right now, because we know that that's going to be an important component of making sure we have the workforce that can fill these jobs. And we want to make sure that that's, those jobs are taken, you know, by folks that are here in the community that are wanting to work here and stay here. But we also have to be prepared for people who want to move to the community. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. And so we're also working on housing. You know, housing and apartments and you can't, you can't ignore that. So we have a lot of balls in the air, but they all, you know, you have to juggle them all at once because if you drop one, the rest aren't going to work either. So all right. I, uh, how optimistic uh, on a scale of one to 10, you know, mm-hmm. doing what you do, knowing what you know, knowing all the pitfalls that a lot of this stuff May or may not. Sometimes it does. I mean, things have to align. Yep. On a scale of one to ten, how optimistic are you about you know the next five years of our future? I'm 
I'm a 10 out of 10. And I know some people are, oh, whatever. She's always so positive. But I'm serious. I mean, think about, we were having the same conversation, what, nine years ago when I started at the EDC, right, as community marketing. It's like, okay, it's your job to get people to start thinking differently about the community. And it was what most people said was an impossible job, right? And But when you start changing mindsets about how people look at their community and we start talking about our wins and our successes, we start bringing home more wins and successes. And yes, we talk about this often. There are always going to be things to work on and we should continue to work on them. But look how far we have come, not just in economic development, but quality of life in the past decade. So yes, it it is a 10 out of 10 because we're going to do it again. Because if anybody says we're not, then you know, tell me why we're not. And then get helpful in making that happen. But yeah. I, I think that what we've done, you know, fairly recently, I think we've always given the critics, you know, a bigger soapbox than they probably occupy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but social media has made that to like, where just everybody can weigh in <sighs> on everything. And, but, but I, I, I still think that those are folks that live everywhere, everywhere. Globally. Oh yeah, it's not unique, and, and, and it's nothing unique here. And it's no. also their voices are way more amplified than their numbers. I, I just think it's it's, sure. it's a pity party that people love to do. I mean, every time there's an act announced at the Devon, everybody's got to weigh in on their. You know, none of them have ever booked a musical act in their entire life or had to pay. Right. You know, uh, that stuff has just always been there, always will. You can get caught up in it, or you can just keep moving forward. Just keep moving, and you know what? We are moving forward, and just look around. There are so many good things happening yes we have a lot of work to do but you know what that work is being Take the done wins. and we are taking the wins and so yeah i'm a 10 out of 10 i think our future is super positive there's a lot of things happening in the background again we can't talk about them yet i know um, that and that frustrates is, people it does frustrate people but just just trust me i mean great things are happening great things are coming um we just everybody has to do their part, though. Can, right. can I ask a quick, quick? Because you just got to get yes. out of here. Okay, yeah, real quick. <laughs> uh, we're seeing a lot of retail pop up, a lot of stuff that maybe yeah. I can't understand. What all this big stuff happens? These programs, these grants. But I walk, mm-hmm. I drive around, and I see big national chains: Cold Stone, uh, uh, Five Below, on and on, Bell Attire. What is that an indicator of? And, and what can a regular person just driving around? What does that say? It says that there are um, people are making more money and they're spending money in the community and we're finally hitting their metrics, which is good. They also see that, wow, this is a community that is doing things well and uh, jobs are coming and right. So those national brands, they don't, they don't go to places out of charity or out of, well, that seems nice. We, you have to meet their metrics. And if you start meeting their metrics, they're really going to be retail and more of their locations in your area. And that's what we're starting to see. But again, it's the jobs and then retail follows households. So they're coming because of that. All right. You, yeah, you should good. be that creepy little kid from uh, Poltergeist. You know, once they're here, you know, you can just do they're here. All right. <laughs> Look, it was a great image. It sticks in your head for like Absolutely. 40 years. All right, Nicole, we know you got an appointment to get to. We appreciate you coming by yeah, and uh, keep up me. the great work. Have a great Thank Super Bowl you. weekend. Thank you. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.